So I want to begin this conference by reminding you of why we're here. Team Church is all about equipping people to build churches that impact communities for Christ. We're not a conference for the sake of having another conference. There's a lot of, there's a lot of great conferences. And this is not just about hearing great speakers. We'll, we'll definitely hear from some of the greatest speakers that are going to be here with us this week. But we're here to build teams that build churches to impact communities for Christ. The Bible says that Jesus loved the church and is continuing to build His church. And there's something that happens beyond the gathering. There's something that happened beyond when we're together. At least there's supposed to be something happening. We're not meant to just gather and have a great conference. We're meant to gather so that we can be fueled and encouraged and lifted and united for the real cause and the real purpose for which we're here. A Christian is what we are individually, but the church is who we are collectively. And, and let me just remind you that I know there's a lot of greatness in the room, but the sum is greater than the parts. We are limited on what we can do on our own. I said we're limited on what we can do on our own. But together, as the church, there is no limit. And so we're here the next 50 hours to speak up for the church. We're here to lift the church. We're here to encourage the church to maybe create some rare language that isn't heard a lot in other places. There's plenty of people that are criticizing the church, that aren't happy with the church, who have a story to tell about the church, but we're here to lift the church. We're here to champion the church, and we're here to celebrate the church. You see, the best days for the church are not behind us. Our best days are ahead of us. Anybody believe that? Matthew 13, verse 31, Jesus was teaching and He told them another parable. He said, the kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which a man took and planted in the field. And though it is the smallest of all seeds, yet when it grows, it is the largest of garden plants and becomes a tree so that the birds come and perch in its branches. The kingdom of heaven like a mustard seed planted in a field, small but growing, becomes the largest so that birds come and perch in its branches. Kingdom enters the world like a small seed in a Bethlehem manger. And although the seed starts small, it doesn't stay small. The kingdom started small, but it's growing. The tree analogy that Jesus gives is a word picture of a growing kingdom. A kingdom that becomes the huge tree in the garden. Let's keep reading. Verse 33, 
Jesus told him another parable and he said the kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into about 60 pounds of flour until it worked all through the dough. Like a seed. Like yeast in the dough. Like a seed growing into a tree. Like yeast working its way in, infiltrating, integrating, day by day. The kingdom has come and is coming. Some people have a dumb dichotomy on that. They, well, has the kingdom come or is it yet to come? Well, the kingdom has come and is coming. It's been coming and it keeps coming. And it keeps coming. And it keeps coming. Coming into the city. Coming into the small town. It came into your neighborhood. You can probably remember when it came into your family. It's coming where people see it. And it's also coming undetected, off the radar, without observation. But it keeps on coming. Working its way into society. Mixing in with people of all race and all color, all ethnicity, all background. It keeps coming, infiltrating, influencing our culture. And if you understand this or you get a glimpse of this, maybe then you can understand the next thing that I want to tell you, and that is that we're not called to be normal people who live normal lives, who attend normal churches and have normal futures. Normal is not our goal. I said normal is not our goal. Normal is simply the usual, it's the, the typical, it's the standard that most people conform to. But it's not our standard. We're not called to be normal. We're called to be exceptional. We're called to be exceptional people who live exceptional lives. Becoming an exceptional church. Moving toward an exceptional future. And I think maybe one of the things that we all need to keep being reminded of in a world that tries to bring us down and make us small and intimidate us and cause us to feel insecure, maybe one of the things we need to all keep reminding one another is to embrace your exceptional. Exceptional is just the opposite of normal. Exceptional means the unusual. 
Exceptional is the uncommon. Exceptional means the out of the ordinary. Why don't you look at somebody and tell them right now, you are exceptional. Just look at somebody and tell them, you are. Yes, you are. Turn around to the other neighbor and tell them, you are too. You, you are too. Yes, you are. Okay, does that, sound, does that sound a little extreme? Jesus told his followers, he said it like this, he said, you are the salt of the earth, and you are the light of the world. A lot of, lot of Christians, they, they, don't, they don't know he told believers that. They, they think he just said that about himself. But the truth is that Jesus looked into the eyes of, of human beings just like you and I, who he had called, and he told them, you are, you are, you are, you are, you are the salt of the earth, and, and you are, you are, you are the light of the, in other words, tag, you're it. He's not telling them that they're better than everyone else. He's telling them that they're called to be exceptional. They're called to be different. They're called to stand out, not fit in. This thought, when I started considering it a few months back, and teaching and speaking in my own church about this concept, I was amazed at how I gravitated toward the idea of, of how people literally strive to be normal. I'd never noticed it before. Like how, how normal is, is like, it's like the, the epitome of, of what people are, are and, and, and then they support it with language, like the, the most people language. Like they'll, they'll, they'll say things, well, well, like, you know, our marriage is not any worse than most people. You know, our lives are not, are not any worse. I mean, yeah, yeah, we got problems and dysfunction, but we're, we're no different than most people. And I thought how, how parents and children, even on Little League baseball fields or, you know, at, at schoolyards, I, I thought, you know, how, how much we, we encourage normal. <laughs> like we just, you know, we, we just want our kids to be normal. They're normal, that's a win. Like, and, and then when the, 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 the kids, you know, are doing good in sports or whatever, and we're going crazy, they're just hoping we would be normal. <laughs> but, but here's the deal, if, if normal is so good, why, why are most people dissatisfied with their life? Why are more than half the marriages ending in divorce? Why is there so much financial pressure? Why so many hurting people? Why, why so much hate? Why so many addictions? And why so much domestic violence? I mean, if normal is everything that it's cracked up to be, So when we look around us at normal and we have that tendency to want to fit in, I just hope that you can somehow shun that, that sense or that desire or that feeling and you can, you, can take, you can take pride in the fact 
that one day an exceptional message of good news came into your life and it called you, it tapped you on the shoulder, and it called you to live an exceptional life. And I would dare tell you that I believe the reason why that we're called to live the exceptional life is not just so our lives can be good. I mean, I think God wants us to have a good life and enjoy our life and be blessed. But I would dare say there's another bigger reason, and that is so that we can be the exceptional church that God has called us to be. Because our world doesn't need more normal. And let me just, I'm going to wrap this up in a moment, but let me just say we're not going away. We are here until mission is accomplished. When I talk about where we've come from, I just think sometimes we need to be reminded nothing has stopped God's great church. I think we need to be reminded that we're a part of something a lot bigger than ourselves. And we might be annoying to some people, but we're not going away. Our future as God's church is greater than the past. So we are called to be exceptional people so that we can be the exceptional church, so that we can experience the exceptional future that God has in mind for us. Let me just tell you a couple things about it. The future of the church is one of powerful influence in the earth. And if no one's told you, and I thank God for every business leader that's here, every business owner, we have special sessions exactly for you in the next couple days. Andrew Denton is here from Sydney, Australia for some breakouts. And let me tell you why, we're, why we do this and why we gather everyone. And, and just because a lot of times people are counting themselves out of what God has counted you in. I don't care if you're a full-time pastor or if you're a businessman or if you're a volunteer in the church. I don't care if you work at, at Red Robin. I, I don't care where you get your livelihood from or you draw your paycheck from. I don't care if you're highly educated or not educated. If God called you into the church, you are here because you belong in the church. You belong in the church. Everybody say, we are the church. We are the church. Say it again, we are the church. We are the church. Resources are shifting into the hands of God's people. That's why we want to get business leaders ready, 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 ready. Resource. Well, Pastor Kevin, I don't know about that. I'm just telling you what the Bible says. Argue with the Bible. The wealth of the world is laid up for the righteous. 
I said it's coming. It has come and it is coming. It has come and it is coming. Come on, it has come and it is coming. The church is not getting weaker. The church is getting stronger. God's people will be in places of influence in greater measure than ever before. It's starting to happen already, guys. And we don't even see it all and, and what is actually happening. But good will triumph over evil. Light, light is greater than darkness. Somebody in God's church ought to remind yourself, love is greater than hate. Love is greater than hate. If you're a pastor that's here, if you're a church member that's here, if you're a business leader that's here, if you're a young person that's here, if you're a student that's here, there's nothing that you can ever, you can ever desire. Like when I'm on the elevator today with the pink ladies group, like I'm just thinking, God, I'm so thankful that I'm investing my life into something that really, really matters. And it's gonna matter for a long, 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 long time. So I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you. I, I don't know where you're at. We, we're in different seasons. I know some of you come in this season right now, and you're in a place of, ah, God's really been good. Blessings have been flowing. Others of you are here, and you are like, you hit rock bottom. And, and I want to just say, maybe that's a good place for us to build a foundation for you to build on over the next 50 hours. Because get this, and get it, get, it, get it strong in your heart. The church will not fail in its mission. It doesn't matter what happens in politics. It doesn't matter what happens in government. It doesn't ha matter what happens in lawmaking. The church will succeed. The earth is the Lord's. Come on, the earth is the Lord's. Well, I'm so excited. And we got a real preacher in the house tonight, so I got I gotta move on, but let's lean in, guys. Let's get better. Let's leave here with fresh vision, passion for God's great church. Because the best is yet to come. The best is yet to come.